What's going on, guys? What's going on? I can't believe Zach knew how to use the phone. Zach, whatever you do, don't hang up the phone on Mark. <laughs> I uh, I am at a wedding right now, and uh, it is pretty amazing in Connecticut. There's a bunch of musicians here. There's nothing like sitting at a table full of musicians, and Lit Bone Redding is playing the, the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a hell. So here's my first question. Open bar or, or uh, cash bar? What's that? Open bar or cash bar? Oh, it's open. Oh, that's a make. That is a make or break. Yeah. Well, not only do they have an open bar, they have a goddamn carousel. <laughs> In the middle of the dance floor is a full-size carousel, so you can get really drunk, up on a horse, and by the time you come back around, somebody will hand you a tequila shot. It's great. <laughs> now, Mark, you sound like you've been at this for a couple of hours. Is that true? Uh, yes. Oh, that is pretty... So, don't you think, uh, sorry to cut in, but that, that carousel about an hour or two from now, isn't it eventually going to look like one of those fireworks that spin around and shoots out the fireworks, but instead <laughs> it's just going to be vomit, people be spinning around? We're looking to turn this hall into a uh, Jackson Pollock painting. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a band with a disgusting Gallagher show. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's they had um full on southern barbecue. Um that's Little Long mm. Redding playing. Um I'm sitting at a table with the Kenmore band, Daryl Hall's here. It's a uh pretty much uh a, a home run for a if you're into music. You can't uh not run into a, a musician. <laughs> so it's definitely worth putting a hundred dollar bill in the card. It's definitely worth that. <laughs> Sure, yeah, $100 bill was in the car. I, I just brought an empty envelope. Um. Well, they can't check it until afterwards. Just don't sign your name on it. A couple of tickets to your next show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they got books the gig. <laughs> the booker of the gig. I'm going to give them tickets to his own venue. You can put a rock in your chest hair in there. Say, remember me by this. <laughs> it is actually it's like one of the most beautiful weddings it was on uh, in Connecticut it was on the uh, right outside of a lighthouse on the beach um, they had funny uh, vows the vows together were very funny and um, it, it's uh, you know sometimes uh, weddings can be a nightmare this one's beautiful that's what was it uh, inside outside uh, well, the the ceremony was outside, and then we were inside for the the reception, so worked out perfect because it's a little chilly. Well, the, the actual wedding was like on the beach by a lighthouse. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And, uh, it was right during uh, right as sun was setting, so it was uh, it's perfect. I don't know what kind of beautiful beaches they have in Connecticut, but I saw or well, Kentucky. They, they, they have some really nice beaches. They're New England style. They're more rocky than sandy, okay. but picturesque. Um, you know, yeah. Yeah, I give them an A. I give them an A. Got football fans everywhere. Guys covered in <laughs> cheese whiz. 
Oh, man. How are you guys doing? Oh, Mark, we're living the dream over here. Me and Zach are finally back together. Uh, That's I'd like to hear that. You know, I was kind of thinking, too, um, you probably just, like, ticked off so many guys about to get married because you implanted the idea in their fiancés about this picturesque wedding with the with the nostalgic light tower behind it on the beautiful New England beach. <laughs> You know, they're they're just going to be on. You know, they're soon to be husbands' ass to make sure they're going to have that dream wedding. Mark Rick and Donna said it you know, on the Bruce Show. Ruining bank accounts since 1965. <laughs> Was that when you were born? I don't know. I think I just made you like 45 years old. <laughs> well, the the great thing though is, uh, I mean, let's let's face it. The fact that you two are back together, I think we need a second wedding. Tonight. Oh, I think we can do that. I think the two of you need to, you know, it's legal now. Me and Zach already had our first kiss, though, tonight, so I don't really know how we can go about this. I, hey, listen, man, first kiss leads to mm. how long ago? I actually, at his apartment, I actually had to help him into the restroom and use the restroom, so technically, I don't know if he could wear white to this wedding. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hey, mm, you got to do a couple things. You've been the fifth base. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a, now it was consummated like R. Kelly style. Was that consummating the marriage? If I kiss on Zach's head, like was that? <laughs> well, I think that's that's uh that, that's fifth base. I think you guys hit it. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the greatest thing. Uh, Zach, don't touch me. Uh. <laughs> You two are alone in the studio. We don't know if you have clothes on. Oh, uh, you... There's, and that's the beauty of radio. I mean, I don't even know if you have clothes on right now. I understand that you're pretty well in the wedding, but... Well, like like you said, I was in your apartment just a mere hour ago with my shirt off. So. Yeah, this isn't... What I was actually talking about at the beginning of the show, Zach, we're sitting there, we're watching the Steelers game. Uh, all of a sudden, I look over, he's starting to pull off his shirt. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? He's like, dude, it's hot in here. And he pulls off his shirt, his hat. He's sitting there starting to pull his pants. I'm like, Zach, you, this, you're not that warm. Come on. Listen, that's how I got my wife, so Zach doing the right moves. <laughs> I, had to, I had to towel down, man. I didn't, I didn't want to walk in the studio a sweaty mess. Either no, I mean, but I'm thinking, who the hell's going to look at me? There's just nobody in here. Well, you got all these college kids walking yeah. by. You know, you want them to look in here and be like, oh, what's that rustic-looking man doing in here? We should probably kick him out. <laughs> it's like, you're a fat, balding, middle-aged comic. I need you inside me right now. You know, that, that happens all the time. <laughs> Now, Mark, as a fat middle-aged comic as well, uh, does that ever happen to you? Never. <laughs> See, Zach, that's true talent. That's true talent right there. Mark, I know you're always shooting from the hip, so that's why I love you. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, how's things going? You guys, uh, you got the new, uh, new, new spot? Yeah, we got a new spot. I, uh, I got kicked out of YSU. Uh, and I ended up here at Kent State with the lovely Black Square Radio. Uh, they allowed yeah. us back on air, so now we're That's talking about Zach's sweaty ass. <laughs> Kent State, baby. My brother spent uh, a good six months there. Ooh, nice. That's uh, I've been, uh, I'm on my way out, too. I'm about six months in, so. Oh, I yeah. So time's wrapping up now, huh? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be moving on to uh, OU next year for about four months. A little bit harder there. See, look, you're going to bigger schools and getting smaller time in. Absolutely. I, I can't wait to spend, you know, a couple of weeks at Notre Dame. 
That's what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> you, you can get naked yeah. with Jesse Huber at OSU. I could get naked with Jesse Huber at OSU. Is he is he over there now? He's uh, he's living up in Columbus uh, right now. He's uh, running up and down Main Street doing the worm. That's where OSU is. <laughs> well, Jesse is Mr. Youngstown, though. It's, it's hard to picture him anywhere else. I ever since Jesse left Youngstown, it's it's uh, it's been a barren Stand wasteland. Down. Yeah, there's minus Jesse, Youngstown is a desolate <laughs> wasteland. He, he might be in Columbus, but part of his nose is still in Youngstown. So. <laughs> oh, man. It's so Are you guys going to be around next week? We're going to hang? It, listen, I, uh, I'm going to try and come down to the Funny Stop Wednesday, because uh, I think yeah. they got that open mic, so... Uh, they might come you down, maybe down. Have you buy me some alcohol? Watch the World Series, see if uh, Rick Vaughn pulls it off. <laughs> Do they really want uh, Charlie Sheen to come? Like, are people serious about that? To come throw out the first I, pitch? It's a bad idea, because nobody should catch whatever he's throwing. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to, it only leads to bad. Well, what I think's interesting is, is uh, you know, you got the Indians and you got the Cubs. Now, they made a movie about the Indians, uh, going to the World Series with Charlie Sheen. They made a movie about the Cubs called Rookie of the Year, mm-hmm. where Gary Busey was their pitcher. So you have the two craziest people in Hollywood portraying pitchers <laughs> in this year's World Series. <laughs> they should invite them down and forget about the game. Let's just put them two on the field and see what happens. Let's see if Hollywood can decide the 2016 World Series. <laughs> I mean, we got a reality star who's probably going to become our next president. <laughs> Why not have two Hollywood actors be out of the World Series? <laughs> oh, my you God. know, let's, let's just jump in. Let's let's change it up. Dude, who was the manager uh, from uh, from Rookie of the Year? The dude who got locked in the uh, in the closet halfway through Sam the game. Stern. Yeah, we could have to bring him back. Yeah, we'll bring him and we'll bring the guy from Major League. You don't like this. <laughs> Give him the heater. <laughs> Give him the heater. Oh, my God, you thought I'd just like him. <laughs> well, also, she would just, he just have to flick a little blood on that ball and set it down. Nobody's getting anywhere near that ball. <laughs> Brings a whole new meaning to the term spitball. It's like, well... <laughs> Oh my God! I'm gonna. I I can't wait to see you guys, man. This is gonna be a fun week. Oh, um, well, definitely come Wednesday, but let's also like plan a drinking night, like Thursday night or something. I'm very down for that. I was gonna talk to you. I was in, I was definitely gonna go back to the Funny Stop Wednesday. Anyway, I I, I forgot Mark and uh, and the very funny Sean Lynch is gonna be there. That's another bonus. But then yeah. I'll talk to you about the weekend because medicated Pete from the Howard Stern Show is gonna be at Blush, and I gotta make an appearance there sometime. Over the weekend. Okay. But, yeah, yeah. yeah we'll work on coming back out, so. Yeah, yeah how's that sound? Zach has we'll better plans be than you. Wednesday. No, no, we'll definitely be, we can, uh, we'll make two trips. I just, you know. Wednesday's in the books, but then let's in the second one. I'm down for it. Mark, I'm only 20 minutes away now. Oh, then you better be there every night. No, you, you don't have to be there every night. I wouldn't be there every night because I have to. <laughs> can I be a part of your road crew now? Like, can I be on your riders list? <laughs> yeah, I, I need I need wheels and Zach in the green room <laughs> before every show. Because I know you already have a local you have a local handicap fluffer anyways. I might as well just fit the bill. 
Well, listen, let's just do a two-for-one. I usually have a young boy and a handicapped guy. Um, <laughs> let's just do a two-for, man. I think you could fit both bills. I'm saving you Pete money. Have money. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine? You guys work with Pete, right? Oh, all the time. He's the love of my life. That guy is possibly the biggest gift to comedy <laughs> ever. Matt, Matt I, wants to have him live in studio. How do you think that would work? <laughs> I think we get Pete and the, and the three of us on stage at the same time. <laughs> and, you know, we'll, we'll get shots brought up to the stage and we'll just see what happens. <laughs> No, wait, Wheels, are you old enough to drink now? I'm a year away. Legally on radio, I have to say, I'm, I don't drink, I don't smoke weed, uh, I've never done black tar heroin, uh, all those things I have never done. Uh, you never had a man inside of you. Ne <laughs> As Zach's right. sitting right next to me, way too close. Uh, Zach is using you like a puppet right now. <laughs> <laughs> Zach is remaking Sesame Street right now on the air. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that hurts. In two ways. In two. Just don't make a fist while you're doing it. Just be gentle. Just, I just pretend the wheelchair's a garbage can and make a quote Oscar the Grass Lines. <laughs> I'll tell you, Matt, the crouch. <laughs> oh my god is it, oh, I, I should ask beforehand uh, Where can we go on the radio show Are we allowed to Face uh, the FCC <laughs> Right now Mark We're pushing the limit We haven't crossed the line But I think Zach's sticking his hand up A handicapped kid's ass And making him talk We're going to get a letter We're down to two listeners So we're great We're doing good This is really good Either of you guys complain Just don't Just let today go <laughs> You'll be fine <laughs> We don't have to take losses on our record That's true Now Mark, I know I do want to give you a real quick interview Because you're, you're killing it right now, man I know uh, you were just on Red Eye, what, like three weeks ago? Yeah, uh, about a, yeah, it was like a month ago I did Red Eye, I was on Fugal Sang show on the same day that was a nightmare because I drank way too much by the end of it. <laughs> um, I don't really remember the last five minutes of Bread Eye. But, um, it's all that matters. <laughs> I didn't make it home in time to watch it. Um, and I blacked out during it. So I pretty much uh, don't remember Red Eye as well. So you missed um, that episode of Red Eye in two senses. <laughs> yeah, I was there. I don't, I, but I missed it. They keep it like five or six. Is that when they? Uh, well, they shoot it in the at not, like not at late night. They shoot it. Uh, I think I had to be there at like eight o'clock at night. Oh, okay. Well, should, at night. Yeah, okay. And then it airs really late. Um, so I was drinking heavily. Came out of the blackout at a bar. And then I uh, got on a train and went home and missed the episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, I still got a DVR. And I'll, I'll find a way to get it to you there, Matt. So. <laughs> I remember I liked the show. Yeah, the first. And yeah, I've been out on the road. I had a really kind of sad weekend. I don't know if you guys know Kevin Meany. He uh, passed away this weekend. And. Um, he was such a good comic. 
Um, comedy took a huge loss this week. Absolutely. Um, it was very sad news to hear. I know you guys yeah. were kind of close, weren't you? Yeah, we were uh, working on two pilots together. I was trying to get him a uh, afternoon talk show because oh, uh, he oh. would be so perfect at it. We have I have like twenty hours of footage of him running around interviewing people and some really great stuff. And uh, when we were shooting a sitcom that was going to be in shooting February, the beginning of February with uh, Paul Provenza, Rick Overton, Kevin Meany, and Gilbert Gottfried. And it uh, looks like it's got to get switched around now. So, Man. I, uh, really sad. I, he's he's not only one of the funniest comics, but he's one of the nicest guys, like, period. Not even in comedy. Like, just one of the nicest guys. And uh, really sad. Entertainment yeah, did take a huge loss. You're very right. He's... Uh, and the thing was, is he's never been healthier. He lost all that weight. He was doing so great. He was healthy. He had everything going for him. And it's just so sad that it had to happen. Do you think maybe you could, uh, you know, do something with all that, uh, with that footage and material you have as like a tribute? Uh, uh, you know, I actually was just talking about this at the wedding that the, the guys at my table. I was thinking maybe I'll just still edit it and send it to his family and see if they want to do something with it. Yeah. You know, put it on his website. Or, I mean, there was just a ton of stuff that just showed his personality. Uh, one of the bits we did is we sent him to a uh, street fair. It was just a regular music street fair. You know, a nice little, like, music festival in a small town. And he shot it under the idea that he was uh, at a cannabis festival. <laughs> so he did everything with, you know, innuendo and discussing as if he was at a pot festival. And it was, you know, these people have no idea what he's talking about. And it was hysterical. And he kept a straight face and just kept going with it. And it was... It was really funny footage, and it, you know, I, I think it, it really showed like how lovable he was. That he would get these people to just go along with him without even like asking them to, because they just you know loved them. That's so beautifully absurd. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that was just one of like ten things we've done uh, in August. We shot all this stuff in August, and it's. And, uh, I, I, I'm almost a little too emotional to go and look at the footage because I think yeah. it's so sad. You know, well, I do it's think it's gonna take time. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah exactly. The, you gotta go through the stages of grief. And man, I, uh, I just, I do think it would be a great tribute to you know use that at, maybe not now or you know, but in the near future, I think that would be a great tribute to him to. To let that footage be seen by everyone, because that, I mean, that sounds hilarious. Yeah, oh man, and he just, he's such a, a lively personality. I think his family would enjoy having that out there, you know. He has a daughter looking at colleges now, and, you know, it's, a, it's a, he's so young, he was only, I think he said 60. 60, I saw that, yeah, yeah. That's, that's just way too young. Age, that's young, yeah, that's, that's young. Yeah. Yeah, if it was the 50s, it was like, hey, you know what, he had a good run, but it's like, and he turned his life around so much, he was so healthy, you know, he lost a ton of weight, he was doing great, and uh, just goes to show you, man, tonight, like, uh, 
tell the people you love that you love them. Hug them. Because yeah, I'm short. Absolutely. You got to enjoy it all. You got to enjoy every minute of it. I, I, you know, I've, I've had a rough past two years with some younger friends unexpectedly dying. And, uh, you know, I had a really close friend. He was about to turn 40 and died uh, on uh, four days after from complications of surgery nobody thought. I think Jeez. that was about a year ago. Yeah, and just... Yeah, but yeah, you, you know, mostly you know, do whatever you need to do. And I, I'm I'm not the emotional guy. I'm I'm very very stoic. But well, I told Matt, you know, because we're still doing the show at YSU, and I'm on the bypass on 422 by Newcastle going uh, to do the show at YSU, and I just didn't, in my car I broke down and cried just because you know. Yeah. So yeah, and I mean, you just don't don't ignore those emotions. Just you know, just let it out and. Well, you know, even if it's a couple months later that you know those things happen. So, yeah. and definitely, I yeah, I know that. I think that's a good idea. You know, to, to, to pay respect to your friend. You know, do something with that footage and hell, the, yeah. uh, the girls going to college. Maybe try to do a couple benefit shows. Try to help out on that end too. Things like that. I you know. Yeah, I, you're right, man. And it's it's the thing, and it's so important to let the people you know that that you love them and that that, that you care and that. It's anything could happen, yeah. man. It's 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 such a it's such a short. I don't life. do that enough. Yeah. I need to do it more. That's definitely one of my faults. I don't I don't tell the people closest to me how much I care for them, or at least enough as I should be. Definitely, you're yeah. right there. You're def yeah. You're right. You're right. And, uh, you know, and you know, not to you know, we're sitting there talking comedy and doing all this stuff, but it goes hand in hand. Absolutely. You know, comedy and tragedy. It's uh you gotta have a little, you know, little of both, I guess. You know. what's, what's the uh, quote? Comedy plus tragedy, or comedy plus comedy, tragedy, uh, or tragedy plus time equals comedy. Yeah, you need it's, it. It's it's the truth. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, I was just well. This hopefully this should cheer you up a bit. Uh, my my buddy, of the past was a big ball buster, a big joker. He just. He was a nut. And uh, I don't know if he liked it enough or just did it to mess with people, but loved 80s hair metal. And I was just actually at work telling this story to a coworker. When I went to the first viewing, there was a huge line, which was which is a great show of respect. And um, another good friend of his, uh, we're in line together, and we're talking, you know, at viewings, it's subtly in the background, they have music playing. And I really wasn't um, paying attention, and I turned, I looked at my friend, I said, is that Jackal? Is that the Chainsaw song? <laughs> the two days of viewing, all the music in the background was 80s hair metal. It was Bullet Boys and Poison and Motley Crue. It, it, that was, I look back on it now, and that was just the craziest thing ever. It helps when, you know, when, when I get uh, depressed about my friend, I think back to the viewing, and they're playing hair, and, you know, Regular Fedora home, everybody's there, suits, everything. I'm hearing Jackal in the background, so at least it, to, it eases the grief and puts a smile on your face a little bit, you know. So. Uh, that's, uh, yeah, that's, uh, you know, and that, that's what makes that person's specialty. You're always going to remember that. You're going to hear that music and think of them, and you're going to go, oh, that's cool. You know, I'm yeah. like, yeah, he's such a good dude. And, that's what uh, you want. You want. You don't want people to be sad at your funeral. I mean, I. Uh, you want to do something that's going to make everybody ease the tension. You know, we're yeah. comics. Yeah, we should have. Uh, you know, you, you you want people to leave happy and thinking of you in a good light. Well, this, yeah, this you is know? something that that it might sound crazy, but bugs me. I I thought about maybe not even having a requesting. I don't have a funeral just because I don't want people to get around and feel sad over me. I'm like, it's just me. I'm. 
I'm, I'm a fat a-hole that wants to tell jokes. The, 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 anybody cry over me just makes me feel bad. I'm like, you know, you know. But yeah, those are just everybody gets there. Everyone should spit on me when they come up to me, just so they can get one up on me one last time. <laughs> I said this. I want to have a funeral roast. That's what I want. That's and then even, right. And then even I, I want to sell because I feel bad for the people there. I'll, I'll sell advertising on my coffin so we can get top shelf liquor for everybody there. <laughs> You're the only person at a funeral that has a merch table. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I know, but I totally, yeah, I, I completely agree with you, man. It's like, uh, oh man, not only the burden of you lost somebody that you like, uh, now you got to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, damn it, he has CDs. Oh, I can't get out of it. <laughs> I'm gonna feel real guilty if I don't take home a CD. Look, <laughs> <laughs> what do you want at your funeral? What, what, what's something that you would you would laugh at? Uh, you know, I think I. I Stuff me like a punching bag and have everybody come up and really give me a couple hits and, you know, what pissed you off about me. Take it out on the body for the last time. You got to hit the body, Rocky. You want a little Jewish guy with a, with a towel around and yell at everybody. Softball dunk tank. Dunk tank with the butt. <laughs> yeah, do something fun like that, you know. Let people get their frustration out. You know, I was thinking for me, like, we'd have intro, the lights would go down, there'd be intro music, and then, like, Howard Stern from the VMAs from the 90s, they would float my body down into the casket, <laughs> and, then, and then the roast would start. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Get the old, the old Shawn Michaels entrance when he's coming out from the rafters with the, doing the rock star thing. Like a nerd. <laughs> Oh, that's oh. absurd. <laughs> oh, man. Guys, I cannot wait to see you on Wednesday. I'm going to cut you loose because I'm going to run back in. Yeah. Um, but I, thank you for having me on, and uh, I can't wait to see you on uh, Wednesday, and hopefully the two listeners come out and tell <laughs> us that you were the ones listening. Uh, and, if you uh, come out and say you were listening to the show, Mark might try and get you in free, but we we don't really know. I'll do my best. I'll do my best. Pete, is, uh, I would call him and find out, but uh, by the end of the conversation, I wouldn't know. But, uh, real quick, well, we, we got you, Mark. We're kind of doing a little shout-out to the troops here on the show because you and then the Reverend yes. Bob Levy are such uh, supporters of the troops. Ah, is there someone close to you that's, yeah, that's, that's a veteran that you just want to mention their name and just uh, you know give them a little appreciation here on the show because we're going to have different people mention uh, people close to them that are vets on the show here. Yeah, you know, uh, my my buddy Jay Onrood, he uh, just retired. He was a colonel in the Air Force, and uh, the guy, we okay. stayed in touch. Yeah. I met him uh, met him a few years ago in Alaska doing the Air Force base up there, the, the joint base. And um, we've been in, uh, in touch ever since. His, uh, his daughter goes to school at NYU, and he came to New York City, and we all went out, and he's just, He's a really great guy, and you know what? We need more people out there like him, and more Definitely. people that you know. We need more. We need more good people out there, and a guy like him is a perfect example. And I'd love to give him a shout out. You know, he's a, such a good dude. Exactly. So, you guys, if you see him out, buy this man a beer. If you see yes. him. Yes. Buy him one and then buy him a shot and say that was from Rickadonna. There you go. <laughs> there you go. All right, Mark, we're going to let you get back to that carousel. I don't call him your name. Uh, All right, thanks I so much for calling in, man. Thank you for having me. No problem. See you Wednesday. Uh-huh. See you. <laughs>
Hey, everybody, that was Mark Rick Donald. Zach, you hit the drop button. Nope, other drop button. There you go. Hey, we're talking about how to use a phone, everybody.